What's up, everybody? Welcome to What's in Your Glass. I'm your host, Carmelo Anthony. Before we get going, let's let's first welcome you know today's guest. Uh, you know him as as the president of USC. Please welcome to the show, Dana White. Cheers, Dana. Welcome to What's, what's in Your what's Glass. What's up, bro? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. On today's show, I'm drinking. I have a. Uh, it's called Flowers. I know you're not a big wine guy, but I know you got something else over there in your glass. But I guess I got a nice <laughs> little flowers bottle. That was, you know, something light for this this light day over here in LA where I'm at. I'm doing whiskey, Allerhead whiskey. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's whiskey and Coke. Oh, okay. So you good then? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm good. Let's let's make let's make a cheers. We we do we do a cheers. Cheers, Dana, for to sure. You, buddy, to your Absolutely. success. Congrats. Likewise, I know you got some big news, so we 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 want to get we will talk about some of that stuff. But um, let's 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 get let's get right into it. And in in 2021, you 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 are you know synonymous with the UFC brand. Um, what was it like starting a company? It was uh, it was challenging but fun. I mean, this is this is what I love to do. It's what I've always wanted to do. So uh, me and my partner at the time, Lorenzo Fertitta. They own Station Casinos, which is like the fourth largest gaming company in the country. And uh, we knew we always wanted to do something together in, in the fight business. And I was managing Chuck Liddell and found out that the UFC was in trouble and probably going to go out of business. So I called him up and said, hey, I think these, are in tr- these guys are in trouble. I think we should buy it. And we did. So in 2001, we bought the UFC for $2 million. For, for, for $2 million. We, we, we will get to that for $2 million. So you you became the president in what? Oh, 2001? After after yep. after the after yeah, the owners? We bought it, yeah. So so you know, then the owners they they bought it for two million. Or you guys bought it for two million. Um yep. and in in 2016 though, the, the company sold to who I, that was IMG WME, if if I'm correct. Right, right? For exactly. Four, for four billion. Right. And that's with a B, that's not with an M, that's with a B. That's with a B. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how, how did how, how did you how do you all manage to kind of just take it from where it was then to now? A lot of, a lot of hard work, a lot of grinding, a lot of believing, um, you know, and and investing. You know, we we bought it for two million, and then you talk about four billion, which sounds great, but in between the the two million and the four billion, we invested uh, something like forty four million dollars into it, and uh, we didn't get a return until like 2006. So you had to believe that, th- that this was going to go in the right direction. And there, there was obviously a lot of scary moments uh, leading up to that. But, uh, you know, we fought through it, believed in, in, in the sport. And, uh, you know, here we are today. Well, the, uh, you know, speaking on speaking on you, you had to believe, which is which is which is key in, in, in kind of just UFC and just the the. I would say that the mindset that you had, with the vision that you had, you know, it, was it hard getting people to understand and be on the same page as you were when it comes to the vision of the UFC when you at the beginning when you first bought it, when you first purchased it? So I always had this philosophy about fighting, right? That that uh, no matter what country you come from, no matter what color you are, no matter what language you speak, we're all human beings. Fighting's in our DNA. We get it and we like it. It doesn't need to be explained to us. Like for instance. You know, in this country, the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, all major, you know, three of the big major sports here, not as popular 
around the rest of the world as they are in the United States. Correct. Right? Correct. Now, if you look at like India and England, cricket is massive. Massive oh, sport cricket. Major. Hey, you, 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 do you know who the greatest cricket player to ever live is? No. Because you don't give a shit. Because you didn't grow up playing it. You don't understand the rules. And you're never going to care ever. But if there's a massive fight on and it's coming from England or, or, or India or one of these places and it, and, it, and it garnered that type of attention, you would watch it. It doesn't have to be explained to you. You understand fighting. So I always believe that if we could get this thing out to the masses, that it would work globally. So, it's, I mean, that's a, first of all, that's a hell of a point. You talk about cricket and the, great, the greatest cricket player ever. I only know that when I go. To, I only know who that is when I go to South Africa for vacation, and I, you know, they talk about it over there. It's true. So, to, to and, and think about this. Think of some of the most famous athletes that have ever walked the face of the earth. Right? They've always been fighters. Right. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is known everywhere around the world. Muhammad Ali, known around the world. Right. Think about this. If you ask kids today, do you know who Bruce Lee is? Everybody fucking knows Bruce Lee. He died in 1973. He was a fighter. Because he's looked at as one of the the toughest dudes to ever walk the face of the earth. And we as human beings are fascinated by that. So we, so today, right? We, we, today, speaking on fighting and and, and fighters, today we're so used to seeing UFC fights, right? But, but it, it, it had to be, the struggle. Like we talked about the beginning, how it was purchased and acquired. And then we talk about now, today, the in-between game, like I, I like to call it. It had to be a struggle for it for some time just to kind of get the states to allow to fight. What like yeah, so what what was that like what was that strategy behind making you know UFC mainstream? Because now it's it's a premier, it's a premier sport. It it is the you know one of the top premier sports right now today. Thank you. So, so when, when we bought it, this thing wasn't allowed on pay-per-view. Okay. Think about that. As a grown man, you couldn't have the option of buying this thing on paper. Porn. Porn was on pay-per-view. You could buy it, but UFC was not. Right. Um, that, that's how bad it was when we bought it. And our goal was to get it on free television and people thought we were crazy, but if you look at the, the marketing that the old owners did, you know, it's the most brutal, bloody, violent sport in the world. Two men under the cage, one man leaves, <laughs> implying that somebody might die during the event and things like that, right? And just for the record, there's never been a death or serious injury in the history of the UFC. That's major. Right? That's major. That's major. Right? That's major. Think about that. You know, two to three boxers die a year. Um, and there's never been a death in the UFC. Um So one of the things that we wanted to do is we ran toward regulation. We wanted to be regulated by the athletic commissions because this is a real sport. These are real athletes and they should be looked at as such. Plus this many people want to watch a freak show. This many people want to watch a real sport. So our goal was to get this thing sanctioned and uh, obviously change the, the perception of what people thought the UFC was. And do, do you feel like you 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 guys have changed it or you're changing it or what where, 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 where does that stand? A hundred percent. Because obviously now, you know, we're covered by every major outlet. I mean, we're on ESPN. We have a deal with Disney, okay? We weren't allowed on pay-per-view. Now we have a deal with Disney. So 
I mean, it, it's, it's completely night and day. Plus, if you look at all the generations over the last 20 years that have grown up, you know, these, these, these kids that grew up with the UFC in their house, like you and I grew up with the NFL and NBA and Major League Baseball in our house. Right, correct. What up, so what, what, what are some of the... What are some of the challenges? Because we, I mean, we we talked about, like you say, you on ESPN, you on you Disney, right? You you pay per view now, and you you wasn't that before. What are some of the challenges you face today? Even though you even though you're taking, you know, you you've taken the sport to ESPN and have become you you became a real player in terms of like audience and viewership. Like, what are some of the what are some of the challenges today that you face? Well, let's start with uh, the pandemic. I mean, the challenges that we face now are are doing live events in different parts of the world. Over the last 20 years, we've turned ourselves into a global brand. We literally have fighters from everywhere on earth. So taking this thing to other countries like we, you know, like we were two years ago, um, expanding into countries that we've never been to, that's the new challenge. The new challenge for us is, how do we work around COVID and, you know, how do we figure this out where we can start filling arenas and not, not only other parts of the world, but in other parts of this country still. I mean, I can go to Florida, Texas, Las Vegas all day long. Um, you know, how do we get back up into New York? How do we get back up into, you know, um, different parts of California and, and, and things like that? So right now, everybody's challenge is the same. COVID. Yeah, nobody's being COVID right now. So <laughs> nobody's being that. So, so fo- focusing on 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 the brand behind UFC, and and, and as someone who is, I'm I'm a very active on social. Um, what what specifically do you find valuable, right? From from a marketing perspective. Oh, I mean, there's never been a bigger, better, badder marketing tool than social media. Social media is, you know, when you think about this, when we first bought the UFC and started to build it, and I had a fight coming up. We used to have to buy commercial time on different networks. We used to have to buy the USA Today or the Las Vegas Review Journal and, and certain markets, other newspapers. We used to buy billboards, um, you know, and, and you're trying to target UFC fans, fight fans, people who want to watch fights. And you don't know if you're reaching them. You don't know, you know, now with social media, I mean, what's the UFC social up to? 90 million. 90 million? 90 million people on UFC social media. These are 90 million people that want to know exactly what's going on this Saturday night. You know, um, I have 15 million myself, and these are exactly who we want to talk to. There's never been a greater marketing tool for all the negativity that's talked about, about social media, the negative impact it has on kids and people and, you know, all this shit. It is the greatest marketing tool ever invented in the history of mankind. I, I agree with that. I don't think we would never, we, we would ever see anything like this again. Uh, it may be some other things that's happening in the works down the line, but yeah, as far as the social media and the impact that, that it's had on, on our world, I don't think we would see anything like that again. How does UFC use the social media, you know, strategically to grow the brand? So in different ways, obviously we, we, uh, we use it to let people know half the, listen, if you got a good fight going on Saturday night, 
the entire battle is letting people know it's on Saturday night and what channel and how can they get it. So obviously those are the things that, that, that we target first and letting fans know who's fighting, why they should give a shit and where they can watch it. Um, and other things that we do is, is we use it to build stars. You know, uh, if we have a new up and coming fighter that we think has the potential to, to be great, you put together features about them, you show highlights of them. Uh, and, and listen, let's be honest. When you talk about social media content, whose content is better than ours? I mean, you know, we get a crazy head kick knockout or an unbelievable slam or, you know, all these things. I mean, it's perfect for social media. And and with you guys, it's it's. I think a lot of people would love to see that. We want to see that. You know, we I want to see what 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 UFC socials is is, is posting. I want to see a knockout. I want to see a spin kick. I want to see something because that gets me excited for the next fight. And I, I think you guys do a hell of a job of just building. You know, not, you you did a hell of a job of building the UFC brand. But on a per fight, Thank you. on a, on a per you know fight to fight basis, you guys do a hell of a job of just promoting and and and, and garnering those those people that you that that does follow you guys on social media, and even you know people who don't really follow you guys, like you guys do a hell of a job of engaging with those people who are not as whether familiar with it or don't really want to like it, but they have to like it at the end of the day. And you, I, I'll take my hat off to you guys for doing that. I always thank you, bro. Appreciate absolutely. it. Absolutely, I, I always see your posts about like the fighters, in, you know, in, in upcoming fights, right? How how vital is it to the brand to be marketing the fighters, and and not just the UFC brand, but just the individual fighters? Yeah, no, it's huge. So what happens is you use the brand to build new fighters, right? And then once you get them and they become stars, the brand plus the star equals success for everybody. So you got the UFC plus Chuck Liddell, the UFC plus Ronda Rousey, the UFC plus Conor McGregor, you know, and the list goes on and on. It just, it, it's a great synergy. Can you look at a fighter and say he's a star? I can look at a fighter and, and tell, you know, obviously his look, his appearance, his personality, uh, how he interacts with people. But what's the most important thing in, 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 in building a star is can he fight? Oh, facts. Right? Can the guy fight? <laughs> so if he can fight and he has any of those other attributes, it's a home run. It's like in basketball. You got this good-looking dude. He can speak well. He dresses great, everything. You fucking put him out in the court. That and shit don't mean balls. nothing. It don't mean nothing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> do you, so do you, do you come across those often? Yeah. So, so, you know, basically one of the things that I really stay focused on is the core of the business, which is finding talent. And I'm always trying to come up with new ways to find talent and fast track them into superstardom. I, I, I'm the bells and whistles guy. I do all the bells and whistles. And if you have the talent, I'll get you where you need to be. So, um, yeah, I'm always out looking for new talent. So the key here is to have some fucking talent. You better have some talent before you come sit in front of Dana White. So yeah, yeah, yeah. everywhere yeah, who's watching yeah, and listening, you better have some talent before you go sit in front of Dana White or sing your mix. You're not even going to get the opportunity to get in front of me unless you have talent. <laughs> speak, speak, speaking of ways to market the brand, you know, you you currently host a series, um, Dana White looking for a fight, and yep. and and in, in which you go on the road looking for the next UFC talent, which we were just talking about. 
What can you yep. tell? What can you tell us about this experience and kind of just how it's influenced the brand? You know, it's 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 been it's been fun. I came up with this concept because when you think about it, what we do is we go into whatever city it might be. Where do you live? Um, New York. I'm in L.A. now. Okay, so 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 we come into New York. We take in whatever the city has to offer. You know, restaurants, cool places to go, things to see, and then there's usually a local fight with local fighters fighting on the card. So we'll go check it out. And it's me, Matt, Sarah, and Dean Thomas. Dean Thomas and Matt Sarah are, re- are retired fighters who, who are really, really good a- at seeing talent too. So, um, you know, the three of us go in, we, we, we have a blast together, hanging out, whatever city it is. And then we go to the fights and uh, the show does incredibly well. I mean, we just put one up yesterday and it did over 600,000 views in less than 24 hours. So shows like that, I have, I have another show called Dana White's Contender Series, which is on ESPN. Uh, which is which great, is, which uh, is great, That which is great, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's, it's, the, the, the fights that are on that show are unfucking believable I could do that show every night of the week and, 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 and love it, man. It's, it's an incredible experience. So, um, yeah, listen, I love what I do. And uh, there's nothing better than going out and looking for talent. What have you learned most about the people in the sport, uh, the people and the sport from, from this experience? These people that, that, that participate in this sport are special. They're different than any other athlete on planet Earth. To, to, do, to train the way that they train, to do what they do, that's why there's so very few of them that actually do it. Um, you have to be built differently than every other human being on Earth um, to be involved in this sport and definitely to get into the UFC. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously you got to be built differently to fuck with UFC. I, I, I can tell you that. That shit is, a, is, that's different. That's a different way of thinking. That's a different way of living. That's a, that's a different mindset that you have to have to, to do that. And to be successful you got that at right. it. Anybody can try to do it, but to be successful at it, you have to be built differently, you know, from, from, a, mental, from a mental standpoint. One last thing before we we switch it up, we we got to talk about uh, your, your social series called uh, "Fuck It Fridays," right? Where, <laughs> where, where you, you could be seen trying to you know try trying crazy fools and shit. I, I love food. I'm a foodie. I don't think I could try some of the crazy shit that you be trying though. What I I, I caught the one where you had uh, the what was that the the mac and cheese ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did like where did that idea come from? All right, so so on social, I saw everybody when this, when that came out, the mac and cheese ice cream. I saw it all over um, social media. So I was like, oh, we got to get that. That shit's hard to get your hands on. That stuff sold out like immediately. So we we had to we had to we had to work to track that stuff down. And uh, two of my favorite things, mac and cheese and ice cream. But I was like. I, I, I'm not too sure I'm going to like the two of them together. I don't think this is, and you can tell when I take the first taste, I'm expecting to hate it. Um, I was blown away by how good it was. And, and what's funny is that show is, is one of the most popular things that I do on social media. And it's, it's exactly what you just said. You're a foodie. At the end of the day, we all like food. We all like food and we all, you know, are always looking for something cool and different to eat. And, and, and that's, that's what the thing was based on, which is uh, me and my social media guy having fun trying to figure out something cool to do on Fridays. 
what 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 are some of the craziest things that you you've tried? Crazy and and and, and some of the best things. I, I'm a fried chicken freak. Okay, okay. I fucking love fried chicken. Okay, anywhere talk to we me. go, if if anybody talks shit and says there's good fried chicken in town, I'm on my way there to get the fried chicken. Right. So we took. Two Krispy Kreme, you know, the, the, the Krispy Kreme donuts glazed. Absolutely. Uh, you know, the reg, like the regular traditional Krispy Kreme as, as the sandwich. That's the bread with the fried chicken in the middle. But that's not, that's incredible. That's, that's incredible. Like that, that's it's incredible. Yeah, that's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. That's different. But, but, to a, but to a lot of people that it's crazy, they would never eat donuts with fried chicken. The thought process of that donuts and fried chicken, when you, it's similar to, the mac and cheese and ice cream. Like you would never put those two together, but exactly. I, can't, I can't vouch for the mac and cheese ice cream. I could vouch for the, you know, the Krispy Kremes and the, and the fried chicken. That, that's, have you, have you done that? The Krispy, the Krispy Kreme and yeah. fried chicken. Yes. That's, that's yeah. like chicken and waffles. That's, you know, that's, it's very, very similar. Love you. Very Love you. Me too. I'm a chicken and waffle guy, man. Let me tell you what. Anytime we head south, I'm, a, I'm, I'm on my way to the waffle house. As soon as I get there. <laughs> we, well, I'm gonna, we, I'm gonna have to send you a list. Of so I'm gonna have to send you a list that I think is some good fried chicken. So I'll, I'll, I would I'll, love I'll, it. I'll make sure I get that to you ASAP. I was just in Houston and went to Gus's. Oh, okay, okay. So you, okay, you, you hit the spot. You hit the spot in Houston. Oh yeah, okay. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Switching, switching, switching gears a bit. Let's 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 dive into another project you got going on. Uh, you you current you're on a producer on a reality competition show, The Ultimate Surfer. Yeah, which uh, is airing on ABC and premiered in August. How did you How did you get involved with that project? I mean, you have the cook, you have the, you know, the 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 fucking series. You have the Dan yeah. White contender. Yeah, like you have all of these these shows. But now you have the Ultimate Surfer. How did you get involved with this project? So I, I've been a surf fan my whole life. I surfed when I was younger, and uh, I've always loved the sport. And much like the UFC, when we first started this, I always felt like surfing was a sport that didn't get the recognition that it deserves. Cause I'll tell you something, you know who Kelly Slater is? Absolutely. Did you know he's the most decorated athlete of all time? Nobody has won more world championships than Kelly Slater has. Mm -mm. And if you, if you talk to people, most people don't even know that. So that, that's, that's how disrespected that sport is, I guess I'll say. <laughs> and I, you know, it's always been for, so I've been working on this show for like almost 10 years and Finally, because of the technology, now that they have these wave pools, you know, we, we were able to, to, to do this show and, and do it the right way. So, uh, yeah, it's, it, it aired this Monday and Tuesday. It did really well. And I'm hoping, you know, so for people who haven't seen it yet, it's The Ultimate Surfer. It's on ABC Mondays and Tuesdays. And the two episodes that just aired can be watched on Hulu. There you have it, The Ultimate, the ultimate Surfer. So for all you guys who think you don't like surfing, Go check this out. You might might change your mind. Go go check that out. What is what what is your goal though with with, with this show and in terms of um, producing TV projects more broadly? Because right now you have a broad slate of just projects that you're producing. So what is your goal with this show? So I feel like I feel like um, realistically, if we can get this show rolling the way that we have uh, the Ultimate Fighter. Um, you know, we can build some stars in surfing that bring people over that normally didn't watch surfing. You know, it's, it's all about 
in any sport, building stars. You know, you, you heard all the shit talk that, oh, no, what's going to happen to basketball when Michael Jordan leaves? And, you know, I hear that shit every week, too. Oh, no, what are you going to do when Chuck leaves? What are you going to do when Anderson Silva's gone? What are you going to do when Ronda's gone? You know, it's, it's all the same thing. Surfing has really only had one big superstar. And even though he's a big superstar, most people like you, who was who, who a professional athlete, didn't even know that this guy's the most decorated athlete of all time. So my, my goal with the Ultimate Surfer is to educate people on the sport of surfing and build stars. Well, Slate, you, I mean, I just learned something new today. So congratulations, Slater, for that. <laughs> Definitely. I, I did hey, not son. know that you was the most decorated athlete. I gotta I have yeah. to do I have to do my research a little bit more and watch some why some of that surface shit. I'll tell you. Yeah, that. Kelly Kelly Slater's almost 50 years old and the guy's still kicking the shit out of 20-year-olds. Well, yeah, I mean he's a master at his craft. When you're a master at your craft, you you stay on top of it. You do what you gotta do. And, and he's a freak athlete too. Absolutely. So bringing it, you know, bring it, bring it, we're gonna wrap it up in, the, in in a second, but bringing it all back to kind of why we're here, which is what's in your glass. Like I have a few quick fire questions for you to close us, uh close us out. And I and the people have to know like what what what's in your glass on some special occasion. So it doesn't have to be a label specifically, but what's your go-to when you're on, uh, let's say, family vacation. Family vacations. Um, depends on, on where we are, but I, I do like tequila. Um, you know, I don't know if you've tried it yet, but The Rock has a new tequila out called Terramana. Absolutely. It's incredible. Legit. Yes. Legit, really good tequila. So I, uh, I'll hit some Terramana. I like that. So if you're, you're, out, you're out to a nice restaurant. Out to a nice restaurant. I'll do, uh, I'll do some white wine. Okay. Okay. You're, you're, you're celebrating. Let me see. You're celebrating the WME IMG deal. (laughs) (laughs) We we go hardcore. We, 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 we go into the whiskey or, or, or get some vodka. Okay. So what, what whiskey? This is it. This is what I drink. Hallerhead. Okay. This is out there. It's, It's available everywhere. I drink that. And if they don't have it where I'm going, I bring it. <laughs> Listen, you you sound like me. If they don't have what I have, I'm bringing my I'm bringing my own shit. I, I, I'll tell you that. Hey, man. Exactly. Dana, I just want to say thank you so much, man. We're going to wrap it, man, for joining me for a glass. Uh, and, and best of luck with everything you have going on right now. Uh, I'm a, you too, I'm a, bro. Keep I'm a, kicking ass, man. And thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. I'm a, I'm a major, major fan of, of just you and the way that you built your business and the vision that you had. Uh, you stuck with it when nobody else saw your vision, man. And to be where you at today, I have to give you a cheers to that and say thank you for for allowing us to be a part of your your, your atmosphere when it comes to this UFC shit because it's it's major. And um, thank you, my friend. Absolutely. And I, I just want to say thank you to the audience, man, for for tuning in this week. And you know, please follow, rate, review what's in your glass on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whoever you're listening to your podcast. You can also check out the video releases each week on YouTube. Again, Dana, my brother, it's all love. I support you. I appreciate you. You'll see me at a UFC fight soon. I can't wait. Just say when. Absolutely. Thank you, my brother. 